Hi, and welcome to Chapter by Chapter, a podcast dedicated to researching games from a variety of areas in a variety of genres and from a variety of times. I am your host, Ethan. We are covering Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow right now, so I am happy to be rejoined by our expert for these games, Weekon. I'm here, and let's continue this adventure in which, even though we're on episode four, uh, we haven't gotten terribly far. But... <laughs> yes, uh, we have been slow. We have, we do have a planned sort of itinerary for it and we are not even halfway through episode two <laughs> so we are behind but that means you have more content from us to enjoy yeah now that's what happens when you're uh thorough with your with yes. your journey and you try to uh when we go through and explain everything okay. it tends to make us stop walking but <laughs> Yeah. We try our best to walk and talk. It's not, <laughs> not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. So, uh, last time we went through Mount Moon, uh, and we obviously covered the stuff that happened in there. We talked briefly about the villains of the game Team Rocket and sort of our opinions on them. So, and we covered the route outside Mount Moon, Route 4, so we're now in Cerulean City! Yes, Cerulean City. So... This is the first place where, um, well, it's the second place with the gym, it being the, uh, the, uh, I don't know what I'm saying right now, sorry. <laughs> yes, uh, here um, at Chapter by so Chapter, our hosts are focused. You can you can probably just edit edit out me staring over myself. <laughs> yeah, we will um, we will absolutely do that. Wink noise. <laughs> okay, so Cerulean City, the city with the second gym, and one of the first bigger cities in the game that actually has a variety of buildings. And I, I can't say it still has a lot to do, but it's got nice things outside the city. Yeah. Uh, so we have... Uh, so what I think we'll do is we will come back to Cerulean City. We'll cover the routes that are north of Cerulean City because we would recommend you go there first before you face the gym leader. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's definitely a lot to do. Or a lot to take care of before you start the gym. Yeah. Um, now, before, so the route above Darlene City is Route 24. Um, and before you do anything there, uh, Tracy shows up and you have to fight him. <laughs> uh, so this is your, depending on if you did the optional rival battle, this will be your second slash third battle with him uh so his team will have changed a bit so do you want to go over his team uh yeah yeah so in red and blue um for tracy his first pokemon is always pidgeotto is what he starts with um he has pidgeotto he has abra he has ratata and then he has the starter that he picked at the beginning <laughs> uh um yeah, so he has that. Uh, he Last time he had a Pidgey and his starter. Uh, 
is his starter evolved at this point, or is it still in its first stage? It, it's still in the first stage. Huh. But it's... Because I think, I think they actually evolve at level 18. Yeah. I think all of them do. Yeah. Uh, um, and now, when fighting Tracy, the only thing that you'd have to be weary of is his Pidgeotto. Mm-hmm. Um, only because... Uh, it's essentially its two attacks are gusting quick attack, which gust isn't anything crazy, but because it's a Pidgeotto, it can be pretty strong. Yeah, it is um, sort of the a only thing you'll have to be careful of is that when your Pokemon's HP is low, he will quick attack and take you out before you do anything. It is sort of his strongest uh, Pokemon at this point, being his only really evolved one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but if you can handle Pidgeotto, the other three should be no problem, especially, uh, especially Abra, just because Abra only knows teleport, so he can't really fight. Yeah, so it's literally it's something, a... well, it could be a good, uh, way to train up your magic harp that cost you 500 Poke Dollars if you bought it. Yeah, if you do end up getting Abra, you'll have to do the same thing. Yeah. You can't really fight, so you'll have to do the whole, the whole magic harp. Tactic he evolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so any sort of tips to beat him in red and blue? Um, I don't know if there's anything particularly different that you need to do. Uh, you'll still have your strong starter, so that won't be an issue. Because um, your starter, I mean, you'll have Pokemon that will beat his starter, depending on what you picked and what he picked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the real only issue is Pidgeotto. Mm-hmm. There should be no issue if you took Pidgeotto, but he's always first. And obviously in Pokemon Yellow, he won't have a... He won't have a Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Charmander. He will have an Eevee. Is there any other changes to his team? Um, yeah, so in Pokemon Yellow, uh, instead of a Pidgeotto, uh, he has a Spearow. Which is much easier. Um, and instead of Abra, he has Sandshrew, which is actually puts up more of a fight than Abra. Yeah. Um, so in Pokemon Yellow, you'll just have to be careful of Sandshrew because he <laughs> you can't hurt him. So. Yeah. But it does sort of. But it does sort of balance out with the Sandshrew being stronger, but the Sparrow being weaker. Yeah, yeah, essentially. He wanted something on his team to counteract Pikachu since Eevee doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, anywho, uh, so, after you beat Tracy, you proceed up Route 24, which is also known as the Nugget Bridge, because it's a bridge of five trainers, and once you reach the end of the bridge, you can get a Nugget. Yep, so... Essentially, it's funny because all these trainers are almost exactly the same as the trainer in Mount Moon. They like almost have the same Pokemon and everything. Uh, yes, so going through the battles should not be much of a challenge. Yeah. Uh, so nothing really of note, just stuff you've dealt with before. Uh, at the end of the bridge, there's a Rocket Grunt there who offers you a nugget. Um, not a chicken nugget, a nugget of gold. It's worth a few coins. <laughs> Uh, Well, you can try, but you might shatter your teeth. Uh, Although there is free healthcare for small creatures in this world, so you'd like to hope there's free healthcare for you. 
I was going to say, I don't know if the people, I don't know if there's a Pokemon Center for people, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, free healthcare for small creatures that regularly fight each other, but no healthcare for you. Uh, anyway, uh, so... After giving you the nugget, the Rocket Grunt will be like, oh, do you want to join us? Uh, but the but game gives you options, but it's one of those sort of RPG things where it's like, it gives you options, but you don't really have an option because the options are pretty much the same thing. And it'll have the same response, so then I'll fight you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so when you talk to him, he's just like, hey, you ever thought about joining Team Rocket? <laughs> and, uh, it gives you the option, and if you say yes, then he thinks you're lying. If you say no, then he gets mad that you didn't say yes. So it's kind of a lose-lose situation. Yeah. No, and it's like you can be like, no, I really want to join you. I'm f like, forget this nonsense. Some random old man who's, I'm assuming in debt, gave me this computer, told me to go out and find Pokemon for him. Forget this, I want to make money. But they will still say no. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, you're playing the wrong game. <laughs> yes, you should play one of the uh, bootleg knockoff Rob hacks, but we'll get to those depending on how long it takes to do all of the official games. I was going to say Rob hacks. Is okay, <laughs> maybe we will do Rob hacks. That sounds interesting. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes. Uh, pause the recording. We are going to have a business meeting about Rob hacks now. Uh, you're all invited. <laughs> But no, uh, so, anything else of note on Route 24? Um, yeah, so on Route 24, uh, let's check out some of the wild Pokemon you can look into here. Um, um, so on Route 24, uh, you'll be running into Caterpie and Weedle, which you don't even really need to worry about at all at this point. Yeah. Uh, you'll be running into a Oddish in red, mm -hmm. and you'll be running into a Bellsprout in blue. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend an Oddish or a Bellsprout? Uh, which would you say is better, I suppose? Um, so, I personally think Oddish is better, <laughs> mainly because of its evolutions. Yeah. Which would be uh, Gloom and Bioplume. I always really liked Bioplume. <laughs> uh... Um, I would have to disagree and say I quite like Bellsprout. I've always been sort of fascinated by Bellsprout and its evolution, so I've always, like, chosen a Bellsprout over an Oddish. Oh, yeah, because you get you get Weeping Bell and Victory Bell, who are also cool. Yeah. That, and I feel like you see Oddish more than Bellsprout over the whole series. Like, I feel like you encounter Oddishes more. In games than Bell Sprouts, I believe so. <laughs> um, they're they're both pretty common from this point on. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm trying to remember is does uh, Weeping Bell evolve by Leaf Stone? Yeah. Well, don't they both evolve by Leaf Stone? Yes. Yeah, they both do. I was trying. <laughs> I knew. I knew Gloom did, but I couldn't remember if Weeping Bell did. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they both need a Leaf Stone to evolve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that they both, it's like level 20 or 21. Yeah. That uh, I think and it might so, actually be, I think it might actually be level 19 or something for Bellsprout. Uh, but I know that Gloom is 21. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so neither one will take too long to evolve. Probably like even before you reach the third gym, yeah, you'll probably have to evolve already. <laughs> so, and they're generally neither one is that bad, especially if you don't have Bulbasaur as a starter. Yeah, they could be a good grass type to have on your team. Yeah, and sort of like grass, fire, and water are sort of like the three core types of Pokemon. So, if you caught so so like Eva would be a good match because they are strong grass types if you already hadn't picked a Bulbasaur obviously yeah yeah essentially if you didn't pick Bulbasaur it's really a more just because they're strength wise they're about the same they're not too different so depends on if you like little tree sprouts or if you like flowers so. <laughs> yeah uh, so, any differences in yellow version? Can you get both? Can you only get one? Uh, let's see. So, in yellow, um, you can find both. In yellow, you can find both of them. Uh-huh. Um, and the other thing that you can find in yellow is Venomat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venomat um, you can find in red and blue, but it's not until later on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can't find him yet in red and blue, but in yellow able to find one now yeah in which i'd probably say that venonat's probably the strongest bug type that you can find right now uh-huh. which i guess isn't saying much because bug types are types. well isn't it the only other bug type in the game apart from no there's some of the single evolution ones but um yeah it's just because the only bug types before now you can't appeal in paris yeah which are not crazy for a single evolution Pokemon. Paris isn't that strong. Yeah. But they are sort of like... But Venomat and its evolution Venomoth are sort of the strongest of the four. Yeah, they Venomoth's definitely, of the four, Venomoth is the strongest one. Yeah. So if you want a stronger bug type, then Venomoth's definitely the way to go. If you even like bug types. I know people don't like bug types or bugs in general, but... Yeah. Uh, no, but is that all? Is Are we ready to move on to Route 25? Um, kind of, because there's one thing that I wanted to talk about that kind of involves Route 24 and 25. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't know if you wanted to go through Route 25 first. Uh, well, sort of like, we'll talk about that first, then, if it involves both of them. So, you go on to Route 25, and what's this event that links the two of them? Okay, yeah, I just wanted to mention this, because this is my favourite thing. It's, uh, the Mew Glitch. Uh-huh. That's what it's been tokened as, is the Mew Glitch. Uh-huh. In which, um, essentially what you have to do in, in order to do it is that you have to, you have to catch an Abra, because you need it to no teleport. Um, or mm-hmm. you can come back later with a Pokemon that would no fly. But if you want to do it now, um, you get an Abra, yeah. and you'd have to fight all of the trainers on Route 24, or not all of them. Okay. There's one rank trainer on Route 24 that you would leave be, who is like the only trainer who's not on the Nugget Bridge, because mm-hmm. he's like in the grass that's on the left yeah. side. Um, and then on Route 25, you would get you would beat all the trainers except for one youngster. Because there's one youngster that has a slowpoke on Route 25, which is really cool because you can't get slowpoke yet. Yeah. Um, so you would beat every trainer except him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, then you would go to the Pokemon Center, and then you would go to the trainer in the grass over the 24. Um, mm-hmm. You would want to stand in a spot so that way he is um, off screen. Mm-hmm. And um, if you took one step down, then he would see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you do is that you take one step down and you pause the game before he sees you. So, like, while your character's taking the step, you get paused. Yeah. Um, then you use teleport. Okay. And what will happen is he'll see you, but then you'll teleport away. Okay. And then he'll be confused because he literally just saw you there. Well, you um, evaporated into thin air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a ghost. Um, <laughs> so you use teleport. You'll teleport back to the Pokemon Center. Yeah. Then you want to walk up Nugget Bridge. And you want to fight the kid that has the slow poke. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you don't run into any Pokemon and no other trainers, and you just go straight to him yeah. and you battle him and beat him. Then you use teleport again, go back to the Pokemon Center, and try to walk up Nugget Bridge. When you get to the bridge, the game will pause by itself, and then you unpause it and Mew appears. And it's oh. like level like seven. I think it's only like level seven or eight. Um. But it is currently the only way to get Mew in the game because it's an old game. Uh-huh. And I only know this by heart because I do it every single time just because <laughs> it, it's great. So Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm certain that's something you'd like to reproduce for your YouTube thing that people could find, which you'll plug at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's quite funny though because uh, I just uh, last week Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl got out uh, well not got out, came out and in there you can get a Mew if you have save data from Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee on your Nintendo Switch so it's like you can literally just walk up to an old man and he'll give you a Mew oh yeah yeah, my brother's playing through uh, Brilliant Diamond and he told me that that if you have a save file of Let's Go, then you'll get a Mew. And I believe he said if you have a save file of Sword and Shield, you yeah. get a Celebi. No, I haven't got Celebi. I got Jirachi. Oh, okay. It may have been Jirachi. I couldn't exactly remember. But there's like two... Essentially, there's two people who just have like legendary Pokemon that they just give to you. Yeah. And, and they're, they're old, so they want them to go to someone nicer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway... Uh, so, if that's all we have for 24, we'll go on to Route 25. Uh, any Pokemon of note here? Uh, so let's see. Um, now, for Pokemon on Route 25, uh, no, Route 25, all the Pokemon are the same as Route 24. Uh-huh. But there's nothing different. Yeah. Uh, um... I think uh, any on different... Route 25, the only things worth noting is, like I said before, there's the kid that has a slowpoke, which is cool because you can't find a slowpoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a PM for seismic cost mm-hmm. on Route 25, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good move to have. Yeah, because it deals a certain amount of damage based on your level. Yeah, yeah, essentially, whatever your level is is how much damage the mm-hmm. move does. Yeah. Uh, so, no, it's certainly something that you could get because it's, like, guaranteed uh, however much your level is damage with the move. But, obviously, if you yeah. want... I mean, it's a good. it could be a good early game move. Uh, it could be good in the late game, really. It depends on, like, 
your play style, I suppose. Yeah, it really depends on, like, your opponent's Pokemon plays a factor of how much HP that they could have. Um, yeah. And then, also, I think this is the first move that you get that has, like, a fixed amount of damage. So it's, like, no matter how high your opponent's defense is, it won't make them do any yeah. less. Yeah. So it can be good in those sorts of, like, situations where they build up their defense to a ridiculous high amount, but... Then you can just be like, well, I'm going to deal you this fixed amount of damage every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the only other thing worth mentioning on Route 25 is that there's a house at the end of the route. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so what you would do is you would go into that house and uh, there's like a Pokemon that can talk in there. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, this is Bill's house, isn't it? Uh, yes, that's, that is Bill's house. Um, that was the talking Pokemon is Bill, because he did some sort of experiment, and he turned himself into a Pokemon. Now, I have an interesting thing about this, because we sort of were like, what's Professor Oak's speciality? Because he hasn't actually documented any Pokemon or anything, so what's his actual speciality? And uh, we discussed that in the first episode. I have this idea... Maybe Professor Oak turned Bill into a Pokemon, erased his memory, and stole his research, and has been riding the coattails of that ever since. That's quite a conspiracy theory. <laughs> well, what? Well, we were like, <laughs> well, when we discussed Professor Oak, it was like, well, what does he do? Like, did he delete everything? How is he a professor but has no actual data? I mean, yeah, yeah. He really doesn't seem to know a whole lot. Yeah. So it's not, or at least he doesn't record anything. <laughs> yeah. So vote so. in our online poll. Do you think Professor Oak turned Bill into a Pokemon? Uh, we will reveal the results whenever we get them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. Yeah, so continuing our journey, Bill turns into a Pokemon, <laughs> and he just asks you to hit a button on the computer. When he gets into the capsule thing, so that way he'll change back. Yeah. And so you do that, and then uh, as a token of appreciation, he gives you an SS ticket, mm -hmm. which is the ticket you need to get on the boat in Vermilion City. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so right now you get that, and you can't do anything with it. Um, but mm -hmm. you can also look on his computer... And you'll be able to see Bill Bill's favorite Pokemon, the evolutions. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, is that is that all we have for Route Twenty Five? Is there anything of men of note in Yellow that's different? Uh, I don't think Yellow is any different. No, everything pretty much plays out the same in yellow. Yeah. So, I think for Route 25, that is pretty much it. So, we can now finally move on to our second gym leader, that being Misty, uh, and her gym, which specializes in water types. Uh, this is a really easy gym in yellow, because in yellow your starter is Pikachu, and it's super effective against Misty's Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, so as long as your Pikachu's a high enough level, and even, like, if you have, like, a grass type, like, if you want to train up, like, Oddish or Bellsprout, if you got one, mm -hmm. um, they're also 
a good Pokemon to use in this gym. So you really shouldn't have any issues with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, so what's Misty's team made up of? Okay, so for Misty, um, when battling her, she will have two Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure all of them. Okay, yeah, it's the same. Um, so her team consists of two Pokemon, uh, which is Staryu and Starmie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so one's the you know, evolution of the other. Yeah, yeah. So essentially you beat her Staryu and then it evolves and comes back and then it's also a Starmie. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, the, uh, now the Pokemon themselves, aside from one being stronger than the other, are really not that different. Yeah. Um. Army is a psychic type, but it doesn't know any psychic moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so it's not anything you have to worry about. Yeah, it's not too much of a threat. Uh, realistically, if you had, if you picked Bulbasaur or like Squirtle, will be sort of neutral against uh, Misty's Pokemon. But if you picked, as long as you didn't pick a Charmander, you should be good with this one because Bulbasaur is super effective, but Squirtle would resist it, so it can be like a good way to weaken the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, essentially. You'll just have to be careful if you pick Charmander. Um, but otherwise, it, it won't be much of an issue. Like if you call Fluttershire Bellsprout, you can train a bit and you'd be able to still beat the gym fairly easily with them. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, so what happens after you beat Misty is that you will get, uh, obviously you get the badge showing that you beat the gym. Um, and then she also gives you the TM for bubble being. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so Misty is quite easy. Uh, the gym puzzle is like a raised walkway over the ocean with, well, not the ocean over a swimming pool, so you can avoid the gym trainers, but obviously we would recommend that you fight the gym trainers because they are sort of a way to get experience before Misty, just in case your team is a bit lacking, but realistically, it's up to you. Yeah, yeah, it's basically free experience, so I would seriously have to fight them. Yeah. So... Once you've beat Misty, you get her back and you get her TM and then you head out. Is there anything of note in Cerulean City we can do now that we've beat the gym leader? Um, yeah, so uh, actually, uh, there's a few things that can take place in the uh, in Cerulean City. So one of the things is that there's a house next to, there's a house near the Pokemon Center that you can go into. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a person in there, in red and blue, there's a person in there that will uh, say that they... Uh, will trade you a Poliwhirl if you give them a Jinx, mm-hmm. which is something that you can't do yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it interests you, it's something you can always come back to. Yeah. Uh, would, you rec- yeah. would you recommend going uh, through with the trade, or would you say we uh, should... You mm. can, just because like Jinx is a good Pokemon in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um but so is Poliwhirl, essentially, because Poliwhirl evolves into Poliwrath, mm-hmm. which is a water-fighting type. Yeah. Um, and Jinx being an ice-psychic type. So it really depends on which type it would be mm-hmm. more useful for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. But, no, no. 
something else we forgot to do was uh, we forgot to go over what Pokemon would you have if you were Misty. So if you were the warp type gym leader, what would your team consist of at this point? I would probably say that probably instead of having Staryu, I would probably have uh, Seedra. Mm-hmm. Because I really like Seedra and also because Seedra's evolution in Generation 2, which is Kingdra, yeah. is my favorite Pokemon ever. So oh. I would I would love to have Seedra. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Polyro would probably also be a good choice because yeah. he is a He's a good, strong water type. Yeah. I would pick World because uh, we don't really see Poliwhirl that much on uh, Pokemon teams, so that would be the reason why I would pick him. But I would also pick... Uh, I would pick Poliwhirl, but I would also pick a Slowpoke or a Psyduck, just because I quite like them, because they're quite, like, lax and goofy, so that's why I would pick one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, like... Yeah. Well, something that's, like, something I love in the anime is when Psyduck, whenever there's a Psyduck, the Psyduck says it's like, Psyduck? Like, it's just like, God, what? And then, but it's like saying what as its own name, so that's just something that makes me laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, since Pokemon can only say their own name, and yet it's... <laughs> It's a fluently spoken language. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, so that's all the time we have for this episode. Uh, as we mentioned last episode, we have a Patreon now. There is a variety of tiers that you can join. Uh, link will be in the description for the episode. We have an email, uh, chapterbyc at gmail.com. Uh Right in there, if you have sort of, like, any suggestions on games you want to cover, or if you think you have enough knowledge or enough passion about the game, then please do get in touch, and you could be a guest on a later season. Uh, we also have a Twitter, which is at chapterbychap1. Follow us on there for sort of updates, uh, updates, interactions, uh, sort of any sort of information that you would like. Uh... Would you like to promote your YouTube before we go? Uh, yeah, yeah. So my YouTube channel is Chaos Roy, C-H-A-O-S-R-O-Y, where I do all kinds of gaming, like, information and videos on there of mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So if you like games that are more than just Pokemon, then that's definitely a good place to, uh, it's definitely a good channel to check out. Yeah. Because I post there as early as possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so please go and subscribe to his thing, because support us, because I am a struggling student, I don't know what you are, but in this economy, everyone who's not a part of the 1% is struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just how it is in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. But, thank you for joining us on our podcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Bye! Bye!